Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories podcast. My name is Dr. Brandon Beck, and I am so excited for you to be here to join us today. The goal of this show is to amplify the stories of amazing people, which serve as inspiration for your journey. Your story matters. It tells us who you are and who you want to be. Enjoy this opportunity to hear from these innovative thought leaders as they discuss what it means to unlock unlimited potential. If you are looking for an opportunity to connect further with me after this show, please visit brandonbeckedu.com to learn more about my speaking, coaching, consulting, and other offerings that are designed to help you and your organization find greater results in your journey. Welcome to the Unlocking Unlimited Potential Stories show. Man, I am so excited to be here with you. I have a, a connection to a of a guest to a guest to a guest. We got a really awesome thing here. I'm so excited. Another former professional athlete. He played in the NFL for 10 years with the Cincinnati Bengals. Brad St. Louis. How you doing, my brother? Good, man. Thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Listen, it's been really, we were just talking and talking and talking on the, on the pre-show and it's always a good thing when that happens, but I was like, we got to record this. We got to just jump right in. There's so many good things, just having a chat with you and talking and getting to know you. And it's really, I'm excited for all my listeners to hear your story and just talk a little bit more about your life and how you ended up where you are today. And so let's just dive right in. So just let's tell you, tell our listeners about yourself and who you are and what you're doing now. Yeah, man. Well, appreciate it. I definitely connected with the, uh, your unlimited potential, man. That just, it strikes something in me. Um, and it probably does with all your, all your listeners, but, uh, yeah, man, my story, I mean, I'm a father, I'm a husband. I am a uh, father of four kids from, I got a freshman in college all the way down to a uh, first grader. So two boys and two girls. Um, and, yeah, I man, I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm out in Arizona now. And, you know, you kind of mentioned, you know, I grew up or I played in the NFL. So in the, the 2000 NFL draft, I was picked number 210. Um, I don't know, man. Do you, do you remember who pick 199 was? I don't. You got to give me that one. <laughs> He's still playing. Is that, I, know you're not, I know you're a big soccer guy, but. Listen, we're, I'm going to start throwing out uh, Diego yeah. Maradona. Uh, Lionel Messi, that's about as much as I'm ready, man. Tom Brady was pick 199 of my draft. It's crazy, oh, man. So, um, that is crazy. So, yeah, man, in the uh, year 2000, played, got to play 10 years in the NFL. And, um, you know, I had just a ton of a great, a lot of coaches in my life. I know you're a coach. Um, you know, I believe a good coach can change your life. And I think what happens is we, a lot of times we have coaches growing up, but then we get older, we're like, oh, I don't, we don't necessarily think we need a coach anymore. Um, and I kind of, I sought out a lot of coaching these last few years myself, a lot of personal growth, but um, yeah, man. So I was very fortunate, played, played 10 years in the NFL and um, kind of living the American dream, you know? And yeah, absolutely. The American dream. I imagine the American dream getting to the NFL was no easy feat. And I mean, you know, when you look back on, I mean, a 10 year career, 
it, at the same organization, first of all. That's pretty admirable, in my opinion. So that's pretty awesome. So let's just kind of, you got to take me through the journey. I mean, we all know that all athletes experiences experience these challenges on the road to getting to these places. And there's so many athletes out there that want to get to that point, that professional status, that next level, that level that everybody's trying to gain that like two, three, four, five percent of people that actually get the opportunity to do it. I mean, it's an amazing feat. I mean, really, first of all, congratulations. And second of all, talk a little bit about that journey for you and what that was like. Like how where did they where did your fire come from within to be able to to put yourself through the day-to-day grind to get there? Yeah, man. Great question, brother. So both of those, so you know what obstacles and then what grind that's what i hear hear you say so i'll go first what what drove me initially um some of it just uh, very internal driven you know to for um to be successful a lot of that i think came from my father um you know and some of it for me honestly was probably not necessarily healthy like you know i want to succeed to get his approval you know to get i felt like hey if i did well then i got my dad's love um which it's not necessarily the best thing, right? So we want we want to just um, love unconditionally, and then be able to just you know play and succeed out of that freedom of that. But um, that's just the way it was for me. Just being honest with you. Um, and so obstacles, man, I had I had plenty. So where do I start? You know, um, I think my my first snap ever was we were in a preseason at Buffalo, um, and I bounced my first punt snap back and preseason first game and uh coach comes over and grabs me like shakes my head like go warm up you know like and um anyway end up having the rest of the great game we kicked a snap a field goal like to, to win a game um and was good on that so definitely years man there were years where you know things were going were going easy and i was just had a ton of confidence but there were other times where you know i have a bad snap and like um felt like man i unsure of myself as well so um, I can definitely relate to a lot of people that go through struggles. Um, you know, a ton of them, you know, I had injuries, tore my PCL one year. Um, but really, man, my, my biggest struggle, I would say, is, you know, right before my ninth year, uh, my dad died in a bicycle accident, um, you know, two weeks before training camp. And then you kind of add on that, um, you know, my, my wife, um, came to me about a month later and said, Brad, I'm not happy. I want to leave. And so here I am. I told you made American dream. Um, but what good is it if, you know, you don't really have purpose in your life where I'm sitting there going, man, where's my dad at? What was, what was his purpose? You know, and then you know, what, what good is it to be the best in the world in your sport or at football or something? If, if your marriage is not in order, you know? And so that kind of hit me like a brick, man. So just kind of realized, you know, Hey, Football is important. It stands for not for long, but hey, what's what's truly important, you know? And um, fortunately, man, I had a you know a guy by the name of Ken Moyer was um, like our team chaplain, and he had been inviting me to Bible studies for nine years, and I've been no thanks, man. I'm good. I was I'd, I was good living life my own way. Didn't want to make any changes, and I uh, didn't want to mess it up, you know. And um, but he was the first guy I went to. I like I need help, man you know, my wife's wanting to leave. Can you help me? And so fortunately him, him and his wife, they invited us over to their house and did a counseling and 
um, they were sharing the gospel with us. And a couple months later, in November of 08, they were leading uh, my wife and I to the Lord. And so kind of kind of changed my shift and my purpose and um, my reason for success now, reaching my potential has kind of totally changed now, you know, kind of since that date. Oh, that's amazing story we gotta circle back here for our listeners and just clarify what your role was in the nfl because i want to make sure they all know when you're talking about snapping yeah you're a long snapper long snapper so the guy that throws the ball between his legs to the punter and to the for the field goals the long snapper and that wasn't what you originally set out for was it i mean my dream was to play tight end you know but i just wasn't quite good enough you know i was all american in in college and I played like 30 snaps in the in for the Bengals, but you know I was what what got me paid was I was a really good snapper. <laughs> that's amazing. It's really and so that I mean that right there. I mean that's a new skill, right? I mean that's a, a pretty new skill that you had to kind of learn to to really do in underneath kind of the trenches of the game during some of the hottest moments. You know? Yeah, it's definitely very specialized. I mean. I actually started when I was in seventh grade, though. I was yeah. a quarterback. My dad was a coach. The kids kept snapping. I was the punter. Kids kept snapping over my head. And I was like, my dad was like, switch. <laughs> like, had the center come back and kick. And then he ended up kicking in college. And I ended up snapping them and then college. So that's how that happened. That's so funny. That's amazing. And so, you know, as you as you kind of, you know, roll back into your career and in through, you know, the journey through your experience to get to the NFL and and to ride that wave as you got into the NFL into, you know, the traveling and the day to day and the life and, and that you were living being in, you know, hotels often being in different places, you know, around the country for game days and things like that, you know, and you talk about a little bit about your road to kind of preparing repairing some of the things that you needed to kind of repair or think about or consider in terms of your purpose in life. So talk a little bit about, you know, dig a little deeper into that here for our listeners, because we talk a little bit here a lot about those unlocking a limited potential moments. You just first of all talked about Ken Moyer, by the way, one thing we do on this episode is we give a shout out to somebody who's out there unlocking a limited potential and all whom they serve and shout out to Chaplain Ken Moyer on that one. So we appreciate you for all you've done. So let's take it back there to that moment. Let's take it to that place for you, because this is obviously this pathway has led you to more than just leading yourself, but now also leading others. So talk a little bit about the journey in that in that direction for me. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the first things that comes to mind is just, you know, at that point when the wife comes to me, it's just taking personal responsibility. And going, okay, you know, and listening and understanding, okay, where, where did I miss? You know, um, you know, real honestly, it wouldn't have taken a whole lot much different, just a little listening and communication and, um, you know, that, hey, you, you are a first priority here. You know, even though it seems like my, the life is surrounded by me, you know, because where we sleep and where we eat is all we got to be. I got a place, to, you know, to train. And so it can be a selfish endeavor, but a little communication and, going, Hey, you're important. Thanks for being on this with me. Like would have made a huge shift. And so I think it's, you know, a lot of times we want to kind of blame or shift or not take responsibility. And I think the first thing comes to mind is take responsibility. I mean, um, you know, this is really a, a, a strong like point for me because, um, 
my dad was my hero growing up, but then I, um, I found out, you know, there was a, found out who wasn't perfect, right? None of us are. Um, but when I was a freshman in college, you know, he, he, uh, he, he left my mom. And so he, he came in and, and what really what his message was, Hey, I, I fell out of love and fell in love with another woman. And what I didn't hear in there was any responsibility. And so, you know, I made the commitment that, Hey, I'm gonna take responsibility for my life, you know, to do what I can, um, to make the most of it. And so I think really unlock your potential obstacles, you know, it starts with taking responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. No. And, and you now start to help people take responsibility for things in their own life, you know, that you've now gone from what, you know, as you got to the point where you were walking away from the NFL, how did you decide what you were going to do next? Yeah, man. So I, you know, I grew up, uh, I got my degree in nutri- ex- or dietetics, so nutrition, exercise science. And so I always loved the process, the training part of it, of getting myself ready. Um, so I became a certified strength conditioning specialist. You know, I ran my own training biz um, and now I run my own health coaching business. You know, I grew up with a lot of obesity in my family, uh, my uncles and brother and um, my dad's grandfather, his grandfather both died of heart attacks at like age of 50. And so my dad was always kind of obsessed with his health. You know, he was kind of one of the one uncles that would kind of out exercise it. He rode his bike for an hour every single morning, you know, getting up. So I would see my dad struggle with his weight. He would, he would eat perfect and then like binge and then be perfect, you know? So I got, that's why I got my degree. I just wanted to help people want to help my family Um, looking for an edge in athletics. And so um, that's kind of how I got into the, into the, nutrition business. And then really, like you said, it's as a coach, it's just, Hey, we're moving people forward in life. You know, I, people ask me what to do. What do you do? I move people forward in life, you know, unlock their potential, um, mind, body, heart, and spirit. And so kind of taking care of all four natures of it, of you. And talk a little bit about the, the, what you do as a health coach, talk a little bit about how that works and, and talk a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you've been doing recently. Yeah, man, I, you know, from a weight loss, you know, the weight comes off easy. Like, you know, I've had 40, the 40 pound, the 100 pound, the 200 pound weight losses, like, that's pretty predictable for me. It's the the work comes into the mindset, um, the mindset and the habits for the long term change. And that's what we're trying to do. And then, you know, what connected me like draws me with you with your potential is like, man, like, the cool thing is like, once people like, they see the weight loss, like you get a person to lose 60, 80, hundred pounds, like something the the shift in their brain, like what else is possible in my life, you know, like, and then you see them just go attack something else, some other area of the life with that same, because they're like, man, this is possible. What else is possible? Which is really cool. Yeah. And so you take the opportunity and now you work with individuals on their, on their journey and you work with groups. And I see that you're also leading other kind of missions that you're doing with your, with your business as well. That's really amazing. How do you do, what do you do with that? Yeah. So I got obviously a bunch of just clients to help personally. And then I got a bunch of other coaches. So I bring on coaches and then help them, you know, help other people, you know, like, man, there there's, I don't think the stats like 78 to 80% of Americans are overweight or obese. So we're not running out of clients. We need more people. We need more men specifically to like join, like 
hey, let's help people move people forward. And so a lot of our coaches will um, like they want to do it for accountability. They want to do it for purpose. They want to do it for impact. You know, they want to help somebody. And then being that as a coach and just the health is kind of the avenue we get to do it in um, moving them forward. And so that's really amazing. It's really amazing to see how you continue to help people in your journey through something that you probably discovered a love for while you were, you know, just something that kind of became normal to you being an athlete, training to be an athlete, you know, staying in some sort of, you know, active form. Yeah. So, I mean, I was actually, I was like a hard gainer. Like my dad used to wake me up in high school, Brad, wake up, can't gain weight if you're sleeping. Like trying to gain weight, I had to be big enough to, you know, to be a tight end. Um, but man, once you turn a certain age, like you can't outrun your fork anymore. Those athletes were used to, we're used to shoveling and the calories and cause our expenditure is so high. But once I became, you know, older, man, it wasn't that easy. Had to, had to dial the nutrition in and just to feel good too, you know? Um, but one thing I was thinking, man, like with, with the potential, like, so I was really driven, like top in the world NFL, but then I also saw that it affect like my marriage. Um, and so I kind of almost went the other way for a while. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to go all in. I'm not going to um, pursue that hard because I don't want to, I want to find, you know, balance. I want to mess up marriage. And then, um, and so I worked from, had my own training business and worked from home. And um, a little over three years ago, like uh, my daughter, Nora, she was in, um, in kindergarten. They did this assignment. You're like, you know, one of those where you kind of like explain or describe your dad or what's he do. <laughs> and she like drew a picture of like dad on the couch, like watching football. Oh, my dad watches football on the couch. And then like, I kind of just thought about, man, like, dang, like, is that really what I want to show my kids or want them to think about me, you know? And so um, that kind of lit something in me. And that kind of um, started, that was shortly before I started like this health coaching journey. Um, you know, a little over three years ago, it was like, okay, I need to start pursuing my potential again. Um, I don't think I'm really honoring God by sitting on the couch here. Um, and that's really not what my family needs either, you know, so I can still go pursue dreams and passions, um, and take care of my family and my kids and do, and not compartmentalize my greatness. You know, um, I think when I was playing football, I just, I was great in one area, but I wasn't a necessarily a great husband and father. And so I believe, man, you can be great in all areas of your life. And so that's kind of what I'm pursuing now. I want to show my kids, Hey, I'm a dad pursuing, um, goals, not only for like myself, but for other people and for, you know, to glorify God. And so when you're coming up through your, you know, your, your professional journey through professional sports, did you feel that you were given opportunities to kind of like plan for those kind of successes or for yourself, like beyond, did you feel like when the sport was taken away, did you feel like you had the tools to be able to kind of like be goal setting and, and kind of have the accountability and be able to have the resources to reach out to mentors. What did you feel about your kind of transition from the two? It was tough, man. Just being honest, it's tough. It's really tough. And I think I was more prepared than probably most guys. Um, you know, just, it's so hard to like not tie your identity to what you do, especially as men. Um, and then it's even, I think even more as a athlete, cause you were kind of put on a pedestal, you know, um, and so my identity was really tied into what I did and who I was as an athlete. And so part of it was, man, I don't, do I have value outside of me being a football player? You know, when people introduce you, oh, you're Brad St. Louis, a football player. We're like, no, but I played football, you know, like, um, 
that's something I did. That's not my identity, you know? Um, so that was part of it. Transition wise, you know, I was, you know, I trained other people in the off seasons. I, you know, I got certifications, So I was preparing, I did some business classes, but there's also part of you, like, you feel like if you prepare too much, like you're not all in. And so you lose your focus and you're kind of just, if you plan for plan B too much, it's going to happen sooner. And so there's that kind of that process where, Hey, just go all in where you're at um, and you'll end up staying longer. And so I think that's a struggle for a lot of guys with the transition. Um, and then obviously we learned a ton. You learn a ton through sports with, you know, work ethic and skill development and mindset. Um, but you're also going to join in a job force. that's 10 years ahead of you, you know, depending on what you're getting into. Hey, what's your, uh, what do you get at Brad? Well, I can, I can throw a ball between my legs. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I had a lot of intangibles. Um, it just took a little while for me to figure out in a place to use that. That makes sense. Absolutely. It took you a while to kind of figure out where you're going to be directing your, your goals and your intentions. And, you know, you talk a little bit about, you know, your pathway through, you know, through, through God, I mean, and for you, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, what that journey has been like and how you've been able to, you know, participate in that community for yourself. Yeah, man. So, I, you know, when I came to faith, so I was like, okay, God saved my marriage. And so we reconciled that and then we grew together. And so part of me was like, well, like I said, don't, don't really pursue anything else too hard because then that'll mess up. But I kind of realized that, like I said, that wasn't necessarily true either. So, um, it really, my growth in faith just, um, got plugged in at a church, you know, Ken mentored me for about a year and then played in the one more year and then got cut. Um, my last year at the Bengals in 09 and then came out to Arizona in 2010, um, get plugged into a church to start serving, um, joined, a, I, I led a sixth and seventh grade group, um, for, uh, our seventh and eighth graders for, for a couple of years. And that grew me a ton. Cause like I didn't grow up in the church, so I knew nothing like about the Bible. I have no background in it. Um, and so I'd go, okay, we're going to study this or teach the boys, let's say a baptism this week. So I'd go study for 10 hours that week about what that way. When they ask me a question, I'd like maybe have an answer for them, you know? And so really leading other people was the best way for me to grow when leading others, and then started leading, you know, small groups. And then, um, and then 2014, you know, went down to a trip in Mexico and with my boys, my boys were young and we did a house build down there. And that was really like, just opened my eyes to, holy cow, man, with just a little bit of my finances, I can build a house for somebody and serve and share the good news. And so we've been going back, um, you know, about twice a year down there and I kind of volunteer on the, on the board of, uh, it's called I six eight. And so it's a, um, compassion ministry that, um, proclaims the gospel through, uh, through a lot of the compassion. So they'll do a lot of feeding and, you know, get the needs of the people, the physical needs of people, but really the needs that we all have is, uh, the deeper need is a spiritual need. So kind of using that. And so, um, now I'm also in the high school. And so I'm able to do the fellowship of Christian athletes at the high school, which has been great. So we will speak into the, um, the athletes there at the high school and be able to just share my story, my gospel and let the kids lead that. Um, and that's been pretty, pretty neat, man. So when you're speaking to these students, to these athletes, to these kids in schools nowadays, you know, 
they've been through quite a lot in the past yeah. couple of years. It's been we're in a kind of we're we're moving towards kind of a, a new world order sort of. I don't even know how to explain, but we've been through a lot, right? So, what's your message? What are you telling these kids as they're as they're heading out there? Yeah, man, I got a lot of messages for them. Um, this is what fires me up, you know, to give them give them messages. Really, you know, like kind of like your unlimited potential, man. Like, so, you know, they're not victims. So they're, they're victors in life. And so we're, we're not going to be victims. We're going to be victors. Like, and you have the potential to make, make what you want of yourself. And so, um, and the lessons in the weight room and sport are going to teach you that. So, um, you know, a lot of us kids with the social media, we're afraid to fail. And so, cause you know, nowadays people see you fail, but as an athlete, you fail all the time. And so we're going to learn to fail and we're going to learn to get back up. And we're going to learn from it and we're going to move forward and we're going to fail again. We're going to learn from it. We're going to move forward. And that's, and that's, you know, that's not failing. That's winning. That's what winning looks like is failing over and over, getting back up and learning from it and moving forward. And then the persistence it takes, the grit it takes um, to over, to overcome that. And then just the work ethic and um, so much, so many other lessons. And so we all have this, we all have goals we want to accomplish. So I usually tell them three things. What do you want? Why do you want it? What are you willing to do to get it? And so, um, if you're not if you're not willing to do the work, you either got to change the goal or you got to change your actions. And so it's it's a you know, hey, I'm talking to football players this morning. Hey, if you don't want it, so that's okay. Like, not football is not for everybody. Go find something else you do want, and then that you're willing to put the work in for that. You know. I'm jotting that down as we speak. I like that. I love it. I mean, I think it works for us. It works for my health coaches. Like, okay, what do we want? We want to create, you know, I want to create some time freedom. I want to create this amount of finances. I want to create, okay, what do we want to do to get it? You know, how many hours a week, how many, you know, get willing to get out of your comfort zone. Um, and then. Yeah. So much more of that is needed in our schools, especially in our secondary schools, you know, the opportunity to get kids to start to really design what it is they want, you know, and it's always starting with that one thing, right? There's so many things we want to do, but we can't accomplish 10 things before we accomplish one. So, you know, I feel like, you know, that, that, that small, simple process, I hope that all of our listeners, that's a great, great takeaway. Thinking about those things. What is it that you actually want? Why do you want it? And what are you willing to do for it? I love everything about that. You heard that here. You heard so, that yeah, here. You're teaching the kids to win in life. So, like, you teach them to win in sports and you teach them to win. Go take this in your business. Go take this in your family. Like, let's go win. You know? Yeah. It no, is it. A state champ. If you're not a great father, great husband, you know, a great man, let's let's not compartmentalize it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's a, it's a constant struggle for anybody, you know, going through it out there, anybody who's out there trying to, you know, really push themselves to the next level. There's always sacrifices. Which of those sacrifices are you willing to really, to really sacrifice? Because, you know, at the end of the day, who is it that you want to be? Who is that person that you want to be? Who do you want? You know, you showed the picture, the picture that your kid drew of you, right? Like, what is the, what is the picture that you want your kid to draw of you? What's the story they're going to tell about you? I just, that's what it all comes down to in the end. I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. I think a lot of people get stuck. You know, they're, they kind of, you know, with a lot of my health clients, man, they've, 
they've tried and failed so many times. They're like scared as the kind of the first team to get them going. Well, I don't want to fail again. I don't want to mess it up again. You know, it's one of the big reasons. And then they just got to, you know, take the next step, man, take the next step. And then I think um, a lot of times a mindset of what do I have to give up as opposed to what am I going to gain? So, you know, health related, Hey, how do I want to feel? What does that mean to you? You know, the inner, what would have mean to have that energy and to play with the kids and have the confidence back, you know, and then you're starting to focus on what do I get as opposed to what am I giving up? Yes, absolutely. I love everything about that. Always thinking in the right direction on this show. I just love the guests that I get to keep having chances to speak with. I love everything about it. Thank you, brother. So real quick now for my listeners, how can they keep in touch with you? How can they see all the great stuff you're doing? Yeah, man, you can go to bradstlos.com. Uh, I'm Brad St. Louis on Facebook and Instagram. Very awesome. And we'll have that also in there in the show notes as well for everybody, for anybody that's listening. And so I hope really, you know, We've been talking about it this whole show, and I just want to recap. I want to take, I want to give you your moment. I want you to finish this sentence. Unlocking unlimited potential means. Unlocking unlimited potential means using the time, gifts, and talents that God has given me, not only for my good, but for the good of the others and for the glory of God. Amen. Amen to that. I appreciate that. That's some pure gold right there. I always love it. I appreciate it. And so listen, so the work that you're doing is just really, you know, it's amazing to see how far, you know, the, 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 the long journey that you've had, you know, from being a pro, you know, from being going through the college system as a college athlete, then going into, you know, the system as a NFL athlete for 10 years. And, you know, now here you are and, and all of, the road that you have traveled has really been such a wild, amazing journey and amazing ride and definitely full of some plenty of ups, but definitely certainly some downs. And, but obviously being able to take that look in the mirror is something that I'm taking away from this, the importance of thinking about that story you want your kids to tell about you. I just really appreciate that. So I really appreciate you for being on the show, man. I really appreciate you. Thank you. And I hope all of our listeners who are listening right now have the opportunity to like it, love it, share it, subscribe to it, send it to your friends, send it to somebody who needs a little bit of hope because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you said it at the beginning, a good coach can change your life. And I hope that everybody continues to keep each other accountable out there. Appreciate you, man. Absolutely. And for all the listeners out there, if you haven't signed up for the Something For You newsletter yet, what are you waiting for? It's free. It comes to you on the 1st and 15th of every month. Just head on over to brandonbeckedu.com and sign up. And to everybody else who's listened to this show and if you've listened to it before, I want to say it once again. Do not forget that the journey towards unlocking unlimited potential begins with you. I appreciate you all and I hope you continue to educate and live with passion in all who you serve out there. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much, Brad. Appreciate you.